Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Joelle. Today we are joined by Rick Berkler. Rick is the general manager of the Guest House Hotel. The Guest House offers spacious, affordably luxurious, and fully furnished two-bed, two-bath, and three-bed, two-bath vacation rental condominiums and is located on the southern end of Andersonville at 4872 North Clark. Hello and welcome, Rick. How hey. are you doing today? I'm Thanks doing, so much. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to, do, to, to be here and, uh, and uh, hang out with you guys. So the Guest House Hotel was started by owner Dave Krug in 2008 as an adventurous solution to the condo market crash. Dave couldn't be with us today as he is attending the rescheduled Cubs home opener. Go Cubs. Can you tell us about the evolution of the hotel and where you see it going in the future? Um, sure. So, yeah, Dave is a local real estate developer and uh, came into this market around 2007, 2008 to build this luxury condo building. Um, and of course, that was just in sync with the housing crisis. So we were able to create this sort of uh, lemonade out of lemon story. And uh, he and his wife, Simona, basically took back the original condo project and converted it into a vacation rental property. Um, that was known as the Andersonville Guest House back in the day. Uh, we had 10 units and uh, realized that the, the neighborhood here was really underserviced for any type of accommodation. This was long before Airbnb came into existence. So uh, needless to say, the concept of the vacation rental took off like crazy and, uh, and was extremely busy and full and the, the neighborhood really supported it. So, so part of the original project, um, back to Dave's uh, development days, was to um, add on an additional 10 to 15 units for the condo project. And with the success of the Andersonville Guest House, he's like, forget condos, we're going to do a hotel instead. So, so that's kind of how the project evolved. Um, took us a couple years to get the next building built, but once we did, we uh, remarketed, um, rebranded, I mean, um, changed our name to the Guest House Hotel, and, uh, and here we are, uh, almost four years later, as a 25-unit boutique hotel. So we know Dave's vision for the hotel was as a home away from home and a beacon of both comfort and independence. So how do you see that vision playing out day to day in the guest house? What type of people do you see coming in to stay with you? The great thing about the property is that it's not a traditional hotel. Our suites are huge. They are like condos, as you mentioned. Um, so it really lends itself to the independent traveler. Um, what we tell our staff, and I think that we do really well, is we read body language. Um, just trying to figure out exactly what it is that our guests need and want from us. Um, and we will hold their hand through the entire experience that they want us to, and we'll leave them alone if they want that total independent experience. So the way that our hotel is set up with, by having these really large condominium-style units is that the guests can have a total immersion into the local experience. Um, the suites all have full-size kitchens, so we encourage them to cook in their unit, and I'm not sure if you know many hotels that allow you to do that. Um, we will help with grocery deliveries, um, and, uh, and the, the kitchens are completely stocked out with anything you can imagine. And if there's something that a guest needs that, the, that we don't have, we'll go out and get it for them. So I've run out and gotten cake pans and blenders and you name it. I've gotten, I, I've gotten used to the, the run to uh, various stores to, to pick up all these different products so people can cook what they want to cook. Yeah, I feel like I read a, a TripAdvisor review of, of someone saying how wonderful their stay was, but you needed some more balsamic vinegar or some like olive oil or something in your, in your <laughs> cupboards. And I just thought that was very cute to, 
to point that out after all of the amenities that you provide. All the things, yeah, yeah. The one thing that, yeah, they were missing was the olive oil. So, right. uh, Mm -hmm. right. (laughs) You've had people cook Thanksgiving dinners in these suites. Is that correct? Oh, for sure. The place, come at Thanksgiving because the whole place smells like turkey and stuffing. It's amazing. Um, So, yeah, people actually come and stay with us for a week or so and invite their family living in the neighborhood over to their suite for Thanksgiving dinner. So um, it's, it's pretty incredible. What other amenities does the hotel provide? Um, well, again, you know, the, the suites themselves are so large, so they all have balconies. And on the balcony, we have gas grills because um, moving to Chicago five years ago, one of the first things that I discovered is that this is a grilling town. doesn't matter what time of year it is. In fact, just yesterday, in the midst of our little flurry snowstorm, um, we were helping a guest get their grill set up because they wanted to barbecue steaks last night. Oh um, so, um, so that's something, again, that um, you, know, you don't really see in a lot of hotels. Um, and, you know, kind of going back to the experience where I said it was, you know, um, that of a, an independent experience, we're also there 24-7. Um, our front desk and concierge is there to help out with any sort of circumstances that come up or any suggestions, helping people get adjusted to the neighborhood, dinner recommendations, things like that. So, um, so it's kind of the, the best of having a vacation rental and a boutique hotel. Um, you have that independence factor along with all the, the hand-holding that you, you know, could possibly want while you're there. And um, people can also rent space at the guest house, correct, for events? And- yeah, sure. We have a beautiful club room adjacent to our lobby. Um, we can do anything from small business meetings and corporate dinners to uh, boutique intimate weddings. Um, we can do um, some larger events. Um, we've done corporate mixers and cocktail parties and rehearsals and things like that. So, um, And we also, in the summertime, have a roof deck, which we can add on to that space, which is really beautiful and sort of adds to that experience. Uh, we had a, a beautiful wedding last year where they were doing their cocktail party in the club room um, adjacent to the lobby, and then we escorted the guests up to the roof deck for hors d'oeuvres and dancing, and it was a, a really beautiful night. We are huge fans of that roof deck. It is one of the best views in all of Andersonville. If you look to the left, you can see our water tower. You look to the right, you see the Chicago skyline. It's perfect, that it's front deck. really something special. And uh, 4th of July, uh, you don't need to go downtown to watch fireworks. Let me just tell you. We've got a total okay. panoramic view. Guess we know yeah. little tip. <laughs> <laughs> so the hotel in general is just so beautifully decorated, uh, particularly your lobby. When you walk in, you have the beautiful library and the living room. Can you tell us a little bit more about the design or the design concept to put that together? Sure. Um, Dave and Simona decided to hire a local designer to help us out with that. Um, she unfortunately has since moved from the Chicago area. Um, but um, it was really important for them to evoke this, this vision of local Chicago and Chicago history, even though it was a new building. We didn't want to feel fresh and new and sterile um, and going along with some of the trends that, um, that have this cold warehouse feel. Uh, we wanted to have warmth and make it inviting. And so we sourced all of our art to reflect Chicago from pop culture to history. So we have some great vintage pictures of Wrigley Field. We have playing cards from the World's Fair. Uh, we have local artists represented doing um, uh, paintings and posters and so forth of, uh, of local landmarks. So it really was fun putting it all together. And in fact, we have a guide in our lobby that you can kind of do this, you're, you're a self-guided walking tour of all of our art to learn a little bit more about it. Um, so, so that was really fun putting together. Um, and then the, the aesthetic is, you know, we have a combination of 
of these beautiful concrete floors that so many people compliment us on and ask how we did it, um, along with vintage wooden doors from a, a old barn, about a 150-year-old barn. So we have these gorgeous barn doors that separate our spaces. Um, so it's that combination of the 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 glazed concrete floors with the warmth of the wood and crystal chandeliers and beautiful leather sofas. So it's um, it's a very unique, warm, and inviting space. Some place for our guests to hang out and um, and just uh, a nice, nice, warm, and in, in, inviting, uh, inviting way to bring our guests into the hotel. Do you have a favorite room? Oh gosh, um, of of the guest rooms, you mean, or anything? The, yeah, anything favorite. Well, of you yours. mentioned the roof deck. That's kind of hard to beat. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, especially, you know, in the summertime because the views are fantastic and, and, you know, even if the view is a little, um, foggy or whatever, it's just such, it's just so cool to be up there. Um, you get just this great bird's eye view of the neighborhood and we get a little peekaboo view of the lake too, but, um, the skyline's certainly there. And like I mentioned, 4th of July is just, just amazing. Um, and some of our, our guest rooms, um, their balconies have a very similar view. So they get a, a nice, nice view of the, the neighborhood and the, and the skyline as well. So, but as, as far as the public rooms are concerned, I'd have to say the library. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I um, want to work there forever. <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah. So it's, um, and that has a lot of great history behind it too. Um, at the time that we were designing the hotel, we knew we needed a conference room because we wanted to help out our business travelers. Um, but we didn't want to have just like a boring square space with a conference table plopped in the middle of it. Um, and it was at this time that Dave's family was relocating down to Florida and downsizing. So we essentially inherited Mr. Krug's library. So this is these are the books that Dave grew up with in his home, and it's an exquisite collection from uh, biographies to historic um, collections, um, old encyclopedias. It's really, really fun. And then we built upon that and did a kid's corner for all of our children, so we have lots of kids' games and books. Um, so we just had a lot of fun putting this, this library together. So that is our conference room. And it's also a space that guests just like to come and hang out and pop on the computer to print out their boarding passes or just hang out, grab a book, and, and uh, just hang out there. So Rick, you've spent the majority of your career in the hospitality sector. What drew you into the field and what motivates you to continue? Gosh, um, I hate to say it because people say it all the time that you're a people person, but I truly love being with people. That's the favorite part of my job. Um, you know, as the general manager of this wonderful hotel, I have some operational responsibilities and sometimes get caught behind my desk doing paperwork and stuff. But what I really enjoy on a day-to-day basis is being out front and talking to my guests. Um, I'm like that with my friends. I'm like that with my family. And, um, and everything that I've done, it's always been that people aspect of it that I enjoy so much. And learning a little bit about them and uh, through these kind of connections, I've made some really wonderful friends over the years, too. So, so that's what really drew me into it. Um, prior to being here in Chicago, I was working at a bed and breakfast in Washington, D.C. So that really gives you that, that one-on-one experience. And I just found that I really liked it and wanted to do something more with it. So here I am. <laughs> <laughs> and we know you've been quoted saying customer service is critical. What does that phrase mean to you? And what is a hospitality personality? Oh, gosh. It's kind of going back to what I was just saying about being a, being a people person. I, in my mind... You can't learn hospitality. Either you have it or you don't. You have to like taking care of people. 
Um, and you never know what the public is going to throw at you. That's one thing that's challenging in, in the customer service world. So, um, you know, I, I like taking care of people. I like making people happy. And uh, there's nothing more disappointing than somebody walking out your door disappointed about something or not happy with their stay. So we just bend over backwards to make sure people have an extraordinary time with us. And, uh, and I'm kind of like that. I just like, I want everyone to be happy. I mean, what's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I read that you have a, a, a unique way of training your staff a little bit where, you know, certain situations will arise and you will explain why you did something the way you did it, or maybe like ask them how they would have handled the situation differently to learn from it. So I think that's really critical to have that, um, that one-on-one -on -one training in a real circumstance. And all of our new staff, whenever they come on, we have them shadow a more experienced person and just see how they handle a certain situation. And yes, I'll, I'll go back um, and we'll talk to somebody about how they handled a situation and I'll challenge them. And, and you know, not to say that the decision that they made was wrong, but um, you know, thinking it through, could they have done something differently? Um, how did the guest feel? Was it resolved to their satisfaction? That's the most important thing. Um, and again, you know, we'll bend over backwards and, and um, you know, do whatever it takes to make our, our guests happy. And, you know, sometimes that means doing something that we might not do on a day-to-day -day basis. We'll, we'll bend the rules as long as we make the guests happy. That's what's the most important thing. So, uh, so yes, I enjoy spending time with my staff and, and explaining a situation or giving them um, a situation that, you know, may not be a regular everyday occurrence, but um, certainly could happen, again, when you're working with the public and... and you know, I learn from them too. That's an important thing because I don't have all the answers. Um, and what's fresh and exciting about bringing um, new staff into your business is learning from them as well and bringing their experiences in. So, so we really thrive and we've evolved because of that. Community is very important at the guest house and to all of Andersonville. Can you tell us about some of your professional relationships and how that plays a role in the running of a successful establishment? Well, a lot of that has to do with you lovely folks at the chamber um, because, uh, again, moving to Chicago, I've been here for five years and I've never lived in a city that was, one, so diverse and, two, that had all of these very interesting, um, um, what do I want to say, um, you know, political outlines uh, within the city. So between our, our wards and our aldermans and the, the uh, chambers themselves getting involved, it's pretty fantastic. So I was really impressed with the Andersonville community and the, the tight-knit business community here. And again, at the, at the time that I was coming on board with the guest house, I wanted to reach out to meet people and you know, make some friends and make some connections. And I found this community so warm and welcoming and open arms and willing to help out in any circumstance. So, so that was one thing that really helped me get established here. And then from there, um, you know, having our little lobby boutique, we started making some connections, um, trying to get some local vendors in there so we could show off what the neighborhood and what Chicago is all about and uh, to, our, to our guests. So we don't have a traditional gift shop with you know, t-shirts and mugs. We have um, some really fantastic local vendors that are in there, Chicago-made, handmade, um, that just gives you a little bit more idea of what our neighborhood is all about and what the city is all about and sort of creating that memory for our guests as well. So, so that's been really fun, you know, going and meeting, meeting these different, different vendors that are right here in our neighborhood. And we know you have some, of, uh, some fun dog gear in your boutique there because the Guest House Hotel is dog friendly. And I know you have some dog history in your past as a dog walker, correct? I do. I do. You're, uh, don't burn any bridges. It always comes back. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I spent a number of years in New York City as a dog walker, uh, one of the best experiences I ever had. So, um, 
So yeah, um, I myself am very dog friendly, and I think that it's important to offer that in accommodations too. It's it's a, a growing trend that's really important. Um, dogs are part of the family, and how could you leave a family member behind because you couldn't bring them to the hotel? So um, again, Dave and Simona are big supporters of this. They travel with their dogs, and so um, that was one thing that we decided early on. We wanted to be dog friendly. So um, we don't charge fees for it. We have dog beds and offer treats and have bowls. And we've partnered with some local businesses to offer pet amenities. So it's been, it's been a lot of fun doing that. Um, we, I think we have four dogs staying with us right now, as a matter of fact. Oh, wow. Wow. So, yeah, it's a lot. lot of fun. Yeah. Do you have a favorite neighborhood dog who comes in? Gosh, that's, um, there's so many. <laughs> we have some, um, the owners will just laugh because we do keep a bowl of treats right by the front desk and the dogs will literally drag their owners into our lobby just to get a treat. We've seen it happen so, yeah. <laughs> before. My dog is like that. I yeah. can't, even on my day off, I cannot walk past the hotel uh, without him pulling me in. So um, he was there yesterday just gobbling up a bunch of, bunch of treats. That's what he does. <laughs> Um, so speaking of the lobby too, uh, you are hosting a wine walk this year in the guest house hotel again. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're excited about for wine walk on May 20th? It's always a great day for us. Uh, again, going back to being involved with the community and opening our doors to introduce the hotel to the neighborhood and people who come in from other parts of Chicago for wine walk. It's always a really fun day for us. So um, we're excited this year because we just got our, our liquor license and are starting to develop a nice boutique collection of wine for sale. So uh, we're partnering with, partnering with our distributor to do our wine tastings, and we should have some really exciting things for people to try at the hotel. So, And we also like to offer tours and show people around the hotel, and it's going to be in the lobby in these rooms that we were just talking about, so people will get a peek at our library and club room, and, um, and if the weather cooperates, we'll go up to the roof deck too. Well, Rick, Andersonville is full of amazing businesses like yours. Um, what Andersonville business would you like to trade places with for the day? Oh, wow. Um, oh, Candiality. Who doesn't want to work there? <laughs> They're a fun crew, for sure. <laughs> uh, might be trouble getting out of there, but uh, yeah, I think that would just be a blast. I mean, another fun, fun business. How could you not love being there? You could read everybody's candy personalities, <laughs> <That's> right? right? <laughs> Mostly my own and just eat candy all day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being with us today. And thank you for listening to Always Andersonville, the podcast. You can find more information about The Guest House by visiting their website at www.theguesthousehotel.com. For show notes and more information, please visit andersonville.org. Always Andersonville, the podcast is engineered and edited by Andy Miles in Studio C at Transistor a gallery, shop, performance, recording, and teaching space located at 5224 North Clark Street. Have your own podcast idea? The studio is available to rent. Please call 872-208-5877 or stop by the store for details.